Welcome to Slutty Activism, the podcast that teaches you to fight fascism with your genitals. Really, you can become the change you want to see in the world by becoming an extraordinary lover. No experience necessary. I'm your host, certified sex coach and professional sexual revolutionary, Sarah Martin. Let's get started. friend. Glad we found each other out here in the vastness of the internet. My name is Sarah Martin. I help people get laid for a living, and this is the very first episode of Slutty Activism. Why is this podcast called Slutty Activism, you may ask? Well, one of the most potent, if not the most potent ways you as an individual can actually change the world for the better is to become a living example of a better way to relate and collaborate in the service of pleasure. I would hazard to guess that your local dating landscape is probably a cesspool of people who never learn the skills that make for satisfying intimacy and pleasure. In short, you can become the change you want to see. You can show your partners and potential partners something they've likely never seen or experienced before. A lot of people have absolutely atrocious experiences of dating and sex, and that's because the messages most people get about sex throughout their lives are uh, (laughs) toxic as fuck. Slutty activists shatter those narratives by being living examples of a different way to be sexual beings. They are role models and demonstrate for their friends and lovers what bold communication, caring connection, and sex for pleasure look like. Slutty activists are lights in the darkness. The mission of this podcast is to start a new pleasure-based movement against fascism. My goal is to share what you need to know so you can create more connections, experience more pleasure, and make the world suck less by being an extraordinary lover. Uh, And just to be clear, no experience is necessary. All aspiring sluts, regardless of gender, orientation, or relationship style preferences, are welcome here. I want you to change the world by changing your life and the lives of your lovers by becoming a living example of a kinder, more caring, and compassionate approach to dating, sex, and relationships. And then together, I want us to collectively save the world from fascism with our genitals, literally. And I just want to touch on this because I've had people say that saying something as trivial seeming as how we conduct interpersonal relationships, that that could facilitate fascism, that that's a haphazard use of the term. To be clear, there is nothing haphazard about this choice of words. It is deliberate. It's also important to note that I'm not referring to Mussolini, Hitler, or the ultra-nationalist fascism of the early 20th century. Instead, I'm specifically referring to the new movements that take elements of early 20th century fascism out into a borderless internet and then spread their tendrils far and wide. Present-day neo-fascism usually includes elements of ultranationalism, racial supremacy, populism, authoritarianism, nativism, xenophobia, and anti-immigration sentiment. 
and one of the primary recruitment and radicalization gateways into neo-fascist movements all over the world is actually through online subcultures. With one of the softest entry points being pickup artistry, seduction, female dating strategy, incel, and other communities centered on a frustration with sex and relationships. I reckon that's because fascism thrives in a world where people are disconnected, isolated, and afraid. We're living in a time where sowing the seeds of discontent and division is as easy as creating troll Facebook accounts and buying up ads that separate us into us and them. And let's face it, we are faced by a lot of big, scary problems. If you're listening to this podcast, you're also the survivor of an ongoing collective trauma. Uh, so it is a rough time on planet Earth. And authoritarian leadership becomes more attractive in such circumstances. There is, however, one simple fact on our side. Freedom is more orgasmic. Human dignity and respect for autonomy make sex better. And human beings are highly motivated by pleasure. So, let's become an army of slutty activists who multiply pleasure, love, and understanding in the world. Come join me. Since 2016, my professional life has been dedicated to helping horny people get laid ethically. I do this by bringing together the best sexology and sociology have to offer in my dignified hedonist framework, uh, which I use to help people build the skill base and knowledge they need to have the sexual experiences they desire. I do this work because I actually think this is the thing most likely to bring us closer to peace on earth. Seriously. Sex to me has always seemed like the skeleton key to the human race. We are wired for pleasure and helping people embrace that without shame seems like a pretty worthy use of my finite life. And I'd hazard to guess if you grew up as an earnest millennial like me, or even if you didn't, you might have been taught that not only could you change the world, but also that a more peaceful world is possible. And maybe it was because of the fall of the Berlin Wall or the end of the Soviet Union, but there was some wild, hopeful energy in the air during the 1990s. And at this point, you might feel just a bit fucking jaded right now. I can't say I blame you at all, uh, because it turns out that doing all the quote-unquote right things doesn't actually guarantee anything. And in fact, doing the quote-unquote right things when it came to sex and relationships almost killed me. I married someone I met when I was 19, a million years before I knew anything about sexuality. Back then, I had lots of unspoken assumptions about what you're uh, just supposed to do in relationships. We dated for three years. Then we got married. A uh, duh. <laughs> I didn't know anything about communication about sex or about how to make sure I wound up in a relationship where my high libido would be welcomed and loved rather than scorned. And everything was fine at the beginning. So I assumed that things would just you know, continue that way. But fast forward a few years and suddenly I'm wondering if I'm a dysfunctional sex addict 
if I was fundamentally broken? Aren't men supposed to want sex more than women? Was I hideously ugly? Was I a monster? That marriage did not end well. I did things I regret that hurt my ex-husband. And I was lost. It felt like the future had shattered and that life didn't have a point any longer. That period of time hurt so, so much. And even so, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Hey friend, if you're ready to change the world by enjoying deeply pleasurable, more connected, and satisfying sexual experiences, then head over to sluttyactivism.com. That's sluttyactivism.com to get started. Okay, now back to the show. As I emerged from that fog of shame and shattered dreams, I realized I had the chance to do things differently and that I needed to figure out what was going on with me as a sexual person. I hadn't dated anyone since I was a teenager. I really disliked my body and I felt so much shame about my sexuality. What followed from that rock bottom starting point is what made me who I am today. That journey looked like getting rejected over and over in dating, including in some bizarre and pretty cruel ways. It also included going to meetup groups and attending every talk and event about sexuality that I could. The more I embraced my sexuality, made space for it, found others who enthusiastically reveled in it with me, even with all my unconventionalness, right? The better my entire life became. Happiness came back. And a new future beyond my wildest dreams began to take shape. Sexuality was my salvation. I wanted to make this my life's work, to help others on this journey. I wanted more people to get to experience the freedom and, and the relief of deep sexual acceptance, pleasure, and joy. Because, unfortunately, there is a lot of bad, boring, unpleasurable sex in the world. And how are we not more outraged about this? I think this is a serious crisis. There are so many people who are suffering needlessly. Like, there honestly should be some UN task force going around the world to sort it out. Because, like, right here, right now, things are still ridiculous and harmful when we think about sexual ignorance, taboo, and the lack of sex education that focuses on what people actually need to know in order to form relationships and experience pleasure. Everyone's clutching their pearls and demanding more censorship or spouting off a bunch of gender deterministic nonsense. And here's the thing. Slutty activism says you don't have to play that game anymore. That game is rigged and no one ever wins anyway. There's another way and I want to show it to you. And I trialed and errored my way through it, then went to school to learn the science behind it, then went on and did a master's degree, and you don't have to do any of that. Instead, I'm going to give you the shortcuts and make this easy, or at least easier. <laughs> Let me help you create a sexual life beyond anything you dare dream right now. When you get on board with slutty activism, your experience and growth will have a ripple effect. 
First, your own life is going to change. You'll have the chance to let go of some of the beliefs that currently hold you back. You'll get in touch with your deep, honest, true desire and learn how to communicate it with care for yourself and others. You'll start having the sex you want to have. Yes, yes, yes. For some of you, that means more pleasure, more connection, or just more in general. Some of you will finally have partner sex for the first time. You might have your first hookup, go to your first swing event, or host your first orgy. I mean, fuck it. Some of you might even decide you want to make this your life's work too and become sexologists or community organizers. Here's the cool part. It does not stop with just you. It can't. That's why slutty activism is so freaking powerful. People close to you will notice changes in you. My clients have had their friends say they look different or their bosses say they've never seen them so confident before. You will profoundly impact your potential partners, whether you go on to have sex with each other or not. Your interactions will surprise them because your behavior in dating or in approaching and showing interest in someone will be outside of the norm in a really cool way. You will make your local dating pool less shit just by virtue of participating in it. And that's because you'll make it easier for people to reject poor behavior because they will have proof that it's not just how it is. For those who go on to become your lovers, be it for one night or many, they will have the experience, perhaps for the first time, of what a truly collaborative pursuit of pleasure feels like. They might be taken aback by your ability with direct, clear communication. Maybe no one has ever spoken to them about sex before having it. No one, that is, until you. Through your actions, you will show them how things can be different, can be better. Often, they will take away what they learn from you forward into future relationships because it's so much better than what they knew before. And when enough of us start doing this, we will begin to shift the narrative and create changes that are so much greater than the sum of parts. It's already happening. Look at how much has changed in just the last 20 years. And yet... The most stubborn refuges of a lot of society's ugly isms are in people's private and intimate lives. It's where we're told again and again that things just are a certain way and that you just have to deal with it. Slutty activism provides stark, irrefutable evidence that deterministic thinking like that just isn't true. Remember, the genesis of fascism on the micro-individual level is fear and hatred. Fear and hatred are amplified by loneliness and isolation. Pleasure is one antidote. When pleasure is combined with dignity, it can bring people together and solidify powerful bonds. When we're able to experience a joyful, autonomous, nonviolent, loving sexuality, we become difficult to divide and conquer. It becomes almost impossible to hate, and fascism becomes starved of the oxygen it needs to spread. In short, this podcast is a rallying cry for those who want to live in a world with sexual rights and freedoms for all people. More than that, this podcast is here to help you make that world a reality, little by little, one person at a time.
So while the world right now is all kinds of fucked up, there is reason for hope. I know it because I have seen over and over with my clients, workshop participants, colleagues, friends, and lovers, how sexual joy and pleasure transform lives. The more connected we are to each other, the more powerful we become. Connection enables and enhances generosity, kindness, compassion, empathy, and joy. So, come join me. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to sluttyactivism.com and learn how you can get started changing the world with pleasure. Also, make sure to follow the show so that you get notified when I drop a new episode. And if you want to connect with other like-minded people, come join us in Certainty for Overthinkers, the Slutty Activism Podcast Community Facebook group. Hope to see you there.